no kite tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nā ko nā whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakaromo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tāringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kāne kāne move that body he puna wai ki runga, he puna wai ki raro e ko te puna wai kōrero tēnei o taringa e rere atu nei ki a koutou ngai taringa kwa piri mai anō ki tā tātou kaupapa tēnei te whakamihake, tēnei te whakamānawake, tēnei te rāhiri nau mai hoki mai ngai taringa o tira koutou ngā tauhau ko taringa tēnei te punua pāho Pairawatu. Pairawatu, no ma. Awa kumara tira mihi hoi anō. E rere nei ngā mihi atu i konei te pokapū o Taringa, te wānonga o te roa, ki te o mutu bustling metropolis. I raro anō hoki i ngā manākitanga a te māngai pāho me irirangi te motu. Tēnā koutou. And here we are, e hoa mai, and MC Gramer's back in the house. I've been missing you fellas, e hoa mai, tēnā koutou. He's a grammar geek. I'm trying to leave the whole sauna behind it if I know, but it just seems to follow me I around. love it, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was a grammar geek. You know, Ewa, I tell you, you've got a bit of a following. There's a bit Ewa. of a following. Aye. I'll say. Yeah. E hiku roa tou, Ewa. No, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, on that note, it's really all thanks to Taringa and the beautiful kaupapa that we've put together. And, and you know, with the whanau, it's amazing where Te Reo Māori can take you. Kia ora. When I first started with Taringa, actually, I never had the pleasure of meeting Erika or Te Puaheiri in person. But yes. Hey, yeah, we had an awesome kaupapa that Praone put together, Praone and his beautiful wahine Ngāhuia, and it was the first opportunity that I got to meet Te Puaheiri and Erika in the same space. And Etefana, if you think they're putting on a show just for Taringa, if you think they're only happy, happy, joy, joy when you're tuning in, <laughs> that's not the case at all because they are real. The passion is real for Te Reo Māori and it was a Te Reo Māori kaupapa that brought us together. Nō reire, mihia tōna ki a kōrua. tēnā koe, tēnā tātou. Uh, tēnā koe. Tēnā koe tai. Wow, e tai, ka whakaokia ki a koe. Kei a koe tā tātou kiwa. Tapai, ohoia no e tai mā. You know, I'm reflecting on our last session together and Prani used the word muri muri aroha. Muri mm. aroha. And it was when I brought up our last kiwaha and I was feeling a bit aroha because it was my nan's birthday mm. uh, that particular day. And Prani used the word muri muri aroha. And really, you know, I do get like that sometimes because I think about our old people a lot. Mm. And the kiwaha that I want to share with you, I'm going to have to put in context there. So we had this kuia that passed away and we decided to take her back to Rākau Nui. Oh, yeah. And it was really uh, on the journey. Kafia. Yeah, but back in Kafia. And I had the opportunity to drive Nan and my auntie Shirley. Now, uh, auntie Shirley Joseph, uh, she was uh, a he Wahanui. Mm. And of course... Nan, her, and you may know Auntie Rovina. They're the battle axes of the Fano Barrett. So they're all related to the Barrett side. Anyway, <laughs> we took this queer back to Rakau Nui, and on our way, we decided to stop in at Kihi Kihi for a passion fruit ice cream, as you do, <laughs> on the way from the Tangi. And of course, our queer started sharing some old stories. And the kiwaha that I'm going to give to you today was actually 
part of one of these stories that Auntie Shirley was sharing with me. So, so we started talking about those things that they <laughs> are reminisced about. And the kiwaha that she shared is this. Mōhio ngutu. Mōhio ngutu. Nice. Aye, mōhio And the context was they were having a conversation, you know, these kaumātua, and this young girl decided to butt into their conversation. <laughs> now, what happened was that this kōtiro didn't really have as much knowledge as the other kuia did, but she had an opinion. Right. And the opinion wasn't really welcomed. And so this kiwaha was used by Auntie Shuri really to describe that particular kōtiro. Yeah? And she's going, ah, te rā kōtiro, mōhi o ngutu. I'm going to ask Prani, e tai heha o whakāro, heha rā nei uh, tō whakapāke hātanga i tā tātou kiwaha o te rā. Well, you set the scene really in saying she had an opinion but didn't have the knowledge. Mm. So, yeah, as he paikia te kōrero mōhi o ngutu, I'm trying to think of an expression in English that encapsulates It's actually hard. the same i roto i te reo, mōhi mm. o ngutu. It's not know-it-all. Oh, okay. It's not a lip service. He rereke te rā. It's sort of like your knowledge is only in your talk, but you really don't know anything. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so she's not talking the talk. Talking the talk, but not walking the walk. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, mōhi o ngutu. Yeah, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah. And, and that's and that's the key one that Auntie Shirley shared. Mōhi o ngutu. Mōhi o ngutu. Mōhi o ngutu. And it's the way she delivered it, ne? The way, yeah. Ko te whakahua, te tukunga o te kōrero, yeah. Ai, te whakahua, te horopaki o te kōrero i putai tēnei ki waha. Mōhi o ngutu. You know, I can remember her honestly like it was yesterday. Tau ako tirora, mōhi o ngutu. Because actually, besides her, I never really heard my nan use that kiwaha. Mm. So amongst all my interactions with kaumātua, and that's probably something, you know, that we need to be mindful of, is really setting the scene for our kaumātua to use the specific kiwaha. Mm. Mm. You know, it's sort of like jogs their memory. Yes. Mm. So koe nei tātātou kiwaha mo te rā, e taima. Mōhi o ngutu. Beautiful. Awa. Mōhi o ngutu. Kei pēnā mātou i o kōrero i te rānei. Nō reira, kanoho puku mātou. Ai! Kei kia mātou he, kei kia mātou he, mōhi o ngutu. Mōhi o ngutu. Well, I might get it wrong too, e te whānau, nō reira. Ai, koe nei tā tātou ki oha mo tēnei rā. Mōhi o ngutu. Mōhi o ngutu. Ai, taku inoi atu ki a koutou, you know. A te whakāro tia te horopaki e te... E tikana, mm. kiwaha. Mm-hmm. So just for our taringa listeners out there, you know, just think of the context where you think it may be appropriate to use this kiwaha. Probably not the best to say directly to someone, but maybe when you're talking <laughs> about someone. <ne? laughs> well, you know, if you say to somebody, you better be right. Yeah. You know, Kuina, you better be damn sure that you're mm. using this. Ifakamahiu ite damn hoyano. Kaita mohi o koutou. Um, e te kōrero hangai tonu ki te kanohi. But you better be sure that you might be the mohi o ngutu. Aye. That's aye. right. Aye. You know? Yeah. Ahoyano. Aye, tika ano tēnā. So when we last met, just a little bit of a huritao around our kupu 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 session, and really it was all about kupu as opposed to our sentence structures. So we had a look at words that are more focused on location and how we use them in context. Kia ora. Nō reira, i kōrero tātou mo te kupu tātahi, mm. uh, mo te kupu uta. Uta. 
Yeah. Bye. Mete kupu tua. Now, just a reminder, remember. Ah, tua. Yeah, tua is on the other side of something solid. And I think to Puaheiri had a real light bulb moment at our last session. And can you remember the word that really impacted you, Te Puahei? I think it was, uh, if I can recollect, Tawahi. Yeah, it was Tawahi. Uh, te Whakamahinga, yeah. Tapai. And actually, since then, I've been running a program to undo my habits of Keikoa to Keikoa mai Keitua, because they've been automatically coming out in the in the not so correct way mm. of the description. So that's what you got to do, Eti. If you're doing those things, you got to run that program to get rid of those habits. So those have been really good. Yes, and so Tawahi on the other side of something flat. So we know it's mm. it's not just talking about overseas. And if I remember correctly, Prauni had had a good example for Erica that we could use Tawahi on the other side of the bay, I think it was. Bay, oh, yeah. 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 We had a really awesome session. Uh, Te Puahedi also touched on Kei Koatu, Kei Komai, you know, Kei Reira. We had a good discussion around that. Mm. And of course, we finished off with Rahaki and Tahaki. Kia ora. You know, so just a little bit of a reminder because that's really going to segue in nicely into the theme for today. So we are going to be sticking with kupu, kupu, kupu. And ko te kaupapa o tēnei rā e te whānau, ko te derived noun. Oh. I've been waiting for this. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a bit of a corridor about what a derived noun mm, is. Kia ora. So a derived noun, yes, it is a naming word, well, within the actual name itself, derived noun, we know that it's come from something else. So a derived noun is a naming word that takes its origin from a verb. Okay. So it started off as a verb, and then we modify it slightly so that it becomes a naming word. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I suppose, you know, when we think about it, we have different verbs. So we have active verbs and then we have passive verbs. Yeah. Mm. And of course, in order for it to become a passive verb, we add the passive ending. Well, the derived noun actually is treated in the same way. So a derived noun, kumuri. So we put a suffix on it, a suffix ending, and then it changes from a verb into a noun. And we do it all the time, Itifano. Are these like the tangas? Yeah, that's uh, what yes. we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Tangi hanga. Yeah. Hanga. Aye. Top five. Tangi. Ready? Let's play that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. Ready. okay hold on, hold on. I don't know what game you're <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to observe. <laughs> Erica, go. Okay. Tori, fa. Moi. Nga. Moi nga. Noho. Nga. Nga. Noho nga. Isn't it noho anga? It can be noho nga and noho anga. Oh, noho anga. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Lucky we didn't say mohi ongutu. Mohi Okay, okay. I'm going to do an English with you, Erica. Ready? Move. Nicky. No, move. Move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I play? Yeah. Okay, ready, Jared? Move. Mint. Movement. 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 Kapai. Oh, yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just so our list, so Taringa hears the derived nouns in both Te Reo and English. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no Kapai e tai. And that's a really good one. Mm. Move, movement, complete, completion. Completion. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about derived nouns in English, we already use these you know, within everyday language, and it's the same within te reo Māori. 
So when we're talking about derived nouns, there are a number of you now what I'm going to call noun suffixes. So these are the ends that we put on the um, on our kupu mahi to turn it into a derived noun. Some of the noun suffixes that we use, we have the nga, the anga, anga. Kapai, so we've already had a good conversation about nohonga and nohoanga. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we have the word hanga. Aye. We have the word of oh, the, the suffix rather kanga. Kia ora. Oh, tomokanga. Aye. Yeah, we have manga. Manga. Aye. Kia ora. We have ranga, mm. and we have tanga, which is something that we've already used. Mm. And so, really, there's a lot of confusion about which noun suffixes are appropriate for different types of verbs. See. And that, for our listeners, that's a topic of confusion. You know, which is it a hanga? Is it a tanga? Can it be both? And really, I don't think there is one set rule because if I was able to come up with the rule, you know, where there was clarity amongst all the derived nouns, I'll be a very rich man. <laughs> but what we can do is we can have a look in the clues within our reel mm. that would suggest that it would be a tanga or a hanga. So really, the derived nouns, they marry up very well with our passive suffixes. And I sort of like want to, actually, let's have a bit of a corridor. Oh, yes, I marum my note. About yeah. the relationship between a passive suffix and a derived noun. Mm. Okay. So if we start with the word moe, kapai. So moe obviously means to sleep. Sleep. Then we have the passive form, which is moya. Moya, I Kapai, moya. To sleep. Yep, or to sleep with or to marry. Mm-hmm. Oh, kapai. yeah. And then we have, obviously, the word moenga. Bed. Yeah. So for a lot of words where you can use the passive suffix, a, at the end of the word, you can use na to replace it when we're talking about a derived noun. Nice. So moe, nice. moya, moenga. Yeah. Patu, patua, patunga. Patunga, aye. Mm. Let's have a look at the next word. So we have noho. Noho. Kapai. Yep, sit. Yep. Nohoia. Nohoia. Yeah. To sit. Yes, nohoia. The derived noun that normally marries up with nohoia is nohoanga. Nohoanga, mm. Yeah. Dwelling. Yeah, kapai. Now we know the word kimi. <laughs> Kimi here. Kimi here. Get something, yeah. Kimi hanga. Kimi hanga. So what do we think the derived noun would be for kimi here? Kimi hanga. Kimi hanga. Aye. Oh. Kapai. And what does that word mean? So what would kimi hanga mean? A catch. Well, it can be something like a search. The search, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. search party. The yep. catch, eh, yeah. So let's throw it to the Puahini now. So we have Fariki. Yeah, Fariki. Aye. We have Fariki Tia. Fariki. So what would the derived noun be? Would be hey ko tawa korero ko te tanga. Te Fariki tanga. Fariki tanga. Aye, ko te Fariki tanga. Mm. So Aye. what does that word mean? <laughs> te Fariki tanga. So yeah. when something. Oh, actually, that's a. Well, kai te horopaki. Mena yeah. ko te Fariki tanga o tene kaupapa ni pe ko te no ko te establishment. Mm. Aye, ko te establishment. You yeah, know, for te Fariki to the lane of something. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Or the presentation of. The presentation mm. of, yeah. Aye, aye. Mm. Kei te horopaki ke tenei. Mm. Wow. We had a good one. Tomo. Aye. And I'll throw two prone now. So we have tomo, tomokia. And what would our derived noun be, etai? Tomokanga. Aye, ko te tomokanga. So we can see a really strong relationship between the passives mm. yeah, and our derived nouns. Just a couple more. Yeah. Or oh, now this will be a good one, Erica. Okay. So we have... Fakatu, fakaturia. Show. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think the derived noun would be for fakaturia? Fakaturanga. 
And then our last one, and actually, while he's taking a sip of his drink, I'll throw it back to Praone. Now throw it to Erica, I want to hear So we have Inu drink, then we have Inumia. Come on, Erica, drink your drink. Yeah, and what's our what's our derived noun? Inumanga. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, never heard of that before. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, that's the thing to be mindful of these kupu. What's an inumanga though? Is that a drinking establishment? Could be the drinking place. The drinking place. Inumanga wai o te iwi. I. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, I think it was Moana and the Moa Hunters. Mm. I think it was in one of the Waiata. Kotahiano inumanga, mm. something like that. And uh, inumanga can be a sip of or a gulp of. Mm. Yep. So a fera itikupua te puaheiri, it all depends on the context. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. But you know, just for our taringa listeners out there, it's amazing when you know some rules and how to use use derived nouns, how you can almost double your vocabulary Aye. right there and then. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So not only are they kupu mahi, but they can now be derived nouns or a kupu ingoa. Mm. I think, Jared, to tētahi o nā me interesting ki au ko te tiaki. Ai, me te tiakanga. Ai. Well, yeah, so there are some words out there that don't necessarily follow the rules of grammar, but because, you know, ko te reo Māori he reo ora, it's a living language, it's a changing language, and sometimes, yeah, there isn't, necessarily that seamless fit. Mm. Aye. So tiakanga is a good word. And I actually think, you know, te reo Māori is based upon how it sounds. Aye. Yeah. I'll give an example. I mean, we like to use passives a lot because actually it sounds more complicated to the Māori ear. Mm. Mm. And so sometimes... So that's why. <laughs> we like to confuse ourselves. Aye. <laughs> but of course, some of the words actually have changed because they sound nicer, they sound more complicated, and I think tiakanga is a good example of that. Now, that's just me talking, mm. kapai, so there's no research behind this, but, you know, kitaku titiro, hereka ki te taringa. Yeah. Yeah, hereka ki te taringa. Hereka ke i te tiakitanga. Well, I, well, I actually like the word tiakanga. I taku whakahuatanga ai. Tiakanga. Ai. Yeah, yeah. So, e te whanau, this is really the basis of our kōrero, you know, when we're having nouns. a look at derived nouns. There are some clues, there are some linguistic clues already in Naurio, which will help us choose mm. that noun suffix there, whether it be, and you know, sometimes the preference can change from marae to marae. Aye. And I remember one of my mates, Dan Ranga, he was talking about the word, I think it was hanga, and it would change from marae to marae. One preference at marae may be kōrero tanga. Aye. And then just down the road, their preference may be kōrero hanga. Hanga. Mm. And then just down the road from that, you know, they're real tūhoi and they'll say kōrero hanga. Right. Mm. Yeah, and, and this is a preference from marae to marae. And you never know, Etiwi, there may be some iwi preferences out there. Mm. Or hoia no. Mm. These are some clues within our reo that can help us choose the right noun suffix. Kapai tēnā. Ai, pērā wo nōki wetahi whakamahi ngā yaku iwi o raro, mō te ahuranga, mō hioranga, Aye. Aye. And no reda hekahake te whakahuatia o tēnā momo kumuri mm. i roto i tō iwi e hei. Aye, aye, e wahanga, wahanga o taku iwi, aye. Yeah, ka pai tēnā. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Te Puahari is just speaking about um, an iwi preference that he can recognise within his own iwi. Aye. 
Lapai. And of course, you may have a personal preference. Do you prefer kōrero here? Do you prefer kōrero tia? Then of course, that would translate into your preference for kōrero tanga or kōrero hanga, whatever that may be. It was only recently that I heard the use of naromanga and I was like, oh yes. Aye. That was cool. It was i te kōrero ia, i te kōrero tēnei kai kōrero mo te ngaromanga o tētahi o rātou ki, ki te pō ien nau, so i te pō, so ki te pō anau. Wow, yeah. I didn't even know you could ngaromia ngaro. Mm. Aye. Yeah. <laughs> Whaka ngaro mia. Whaka ngaro mia. Oh, okay. Pēwhia tēnei, kei te kitu kitu au i o roro i nāi nei. Kia au, ka pai tēnei wānanga hei whakarongo māngai taringa. Whānau, whanaunga, whanaungatanga, whakawhanaungatanga. Kia ora. Mm. Yeah. One word can be four different words. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I got all my sisters and me. Wai hoi kone, eh? But he pai tēnei, because, you know, rotu i aku mahi whakawhiti, koena taku, koena te mea whakararu nei i au, hea te kōwhiringa tika mō tēnei horopaki, whakawhanaunga tanga, whakawhanaunga. Yeah. Once again, e hei, you know, tātāwa, e hoki nei tāwa ki tātāwa kōrero, it's all about context. Yeah, it's all about context, it's all about suitability, you know, so, and that was a good one. E tai, you know, whanaungatanga and whakawhanaungatanga. Mm. Yeah. Within certain contexts, it's very clear that only one of those words should be used. Aye. Koina hoki. Aye. Kei te mohi o koutou e te iwi e mohi no koutou ko te whanau's family. Mm-hmm. When you say whanaunga, it's not whanaunga. Kia ora. It's whanaunga. Aye. Aye. So whanaunga is whanaunga. someone who's kin to you. Aye. A relation. He whanaunga. Whanaunga tanga is in the context you'd be talking about their relationship to the you. The ship, aye. Ha tana whanaunga tanga ki a koe. Aye, kia ora. Aye, oh, yeah. Aye. What is his or her relationship mm. yeah. to you? And are those two derived, uh, but whanaunga is its own kupu, ne, Jared? Whanaunga is its own kupu, but I think it's taken its origins from whanau. Yes, aye. aye. But it's not a derived noun as such now because it's become a natural part of our language. It's its own kupu. Mm. I think so, aye. Yeah, hence we can say whanaunga tanga. It has its own set context, ne. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Aye, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whanaunga tanga, there's Whanau. like almost two um, yeah, yeah. suffixes on yeah. there. Well, that's right. And then you add a prefix. Mm. And fucker for nongatanga, mm. which is to to create that yeah nongatanga yeah create for nongatanga. Usually by way of mihi, aye aye aye, and uh, in the farin well in the farinuim could be the other one too. <laughs> but um, I just think that's an interesting kupu in itemei te kore itawana koe tatoi te derived nouns. Aye, pai ah uh, he pai ki aitera kupu mm. ke kite aite tupu o te. Te reo. Te reo. Me, te, me te āhua o tētahi kupu, te ahunga mai o tētahi kupu. Mm. Kia ora. Well, you know what te whānau, and we're just going to blame Porauni because he's taken it there. We're going to start having a more complex discussion around our derived nouns. Okay. So, you know, the relationship between the tia and the tanga, that's hopefully going to be helpful for our listeners who are perhaps have only just started their journey. Yeah. But for those of us that are more confident... And it's something that I speak about a lot at the Kurareo. And I'm going to start speaking about, especially, Tumahi Poro. Kia ora. Yeah. 
So let's have a look at, at derived nouns in the context of tumahi fiti and tumahi poro. So can you just remind us, eh hey, how the tumahi fiti met the tumahi poro? Ehoa, mote whakahui ki, mote kororo, mote nei whakamarama i tēnei kupu, he hanga, I'm not too comfortable in explaining the difference between a tu mahi fiti, a transitive verb, and a tu mahi poro, an intransitive verb. Oh, no, that's all I want from you, Etai. So a tu mahi fiti is a transitive verb. Mm. And what's a tu mahi poro? An intransitive verb. An intransitive mm. verb. Intransitive verb. In my limited understanding in which the, that verb has a an effect on what has been spoken about. Aye. So we're going to have a really good conversation now about our verbs, kapai. We're going to have a look at a tumahi fiti and a tumahi poro, but within the context of a derived noun. Kia ora. Okay, so I want you to stay with me. This is cool. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be hard. <laughs> and then we're going to tie in the an or with that. Yes. Kapai. So we're going to tie in the an or with oh that. Oh my gosh. So we're going to specifically focus on the on a tumahi poro, kapai, which is an intransitive verb. Mm. Now, basically, a transitive verb is something that affects an object. Kia Yeah. So let's, for example, the word patu. Patu, in most contexts, is a transitive verb because te patu o ite poro. Kia Yeah. So that verb is actually affecting an object. Whereas a tu mahi poro, the verb doesn't necessarily affect anything. Mm. Okay. So if we have a look at the word haere. Kia Kapai. So the word haere, you can go two places, but the word haere doesn't actually affect an object, if that makes sense. Aye. Aye. Now, if we have a look at the word haere itself, we know that it's a verb, and within the an or categories, where do we think the word haere would sit? Well, it's a mahi, isn't it? Yeah, aye. He kupu mahi. Kia ora. So, he tu mahi. Ah. So it would be sitting in an ah. Now, there's an interesting transition that happens when we start talking about the word Hiding. Okay, when we start talking about the word hiding, the majority of the time, now we know the word haere takes its origins from a kupu mahi. Mm-hmm. When we put the na on the end, we know it has now become a derived noun. So we're talking about a tu ingua here. But then there's also, it seems that for intransitive verbs, there's a transition from an a to an or. Yeah? So I could say, ipaita mato haere ki poneke. So we had a good trip, mm. mm-hmm. yeah, to Wellington. But when I start talking about the word hiringa, the majority of the time it sits within the or category. So I would say ipai to mato hiringa kipodiki. Okay. Yeah? Okay. Kapai. Now I know you're going to ask me why. Yes. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I. Well, let's have a look at another couple of of examples. So we know the word hooky. Mm. Yeah. So hooky obviously is a verb, which means to return. But when we start using the word hokinga, hokinga. kapai, itere tomato hokinga kitekainga. Mm. Yeah. However, when we start using the word faka hokinga, it transitions back. It transitions back to the R category. Yeah. But, but, but that's when we've added the prefix. And even the word hui. So we know hui means together. Mm. Hui doesn't necessarily affect another object. I was listening to one of the, the Tangata Whenua series, yeah? 
done by Barry Barclay in the 70s. Aye. And one of the kaumata was talking about the kingi tanga, and this is how he phrased it. Tō rātou ki te kingi, he wow. And that's the first time I had heard the word huinga used in the or category. Yeah, so nine times out of ten, i paita mato hui. But when this kaumatua was using huinga, kapai, it switched to the or category. And I thought to myself, well, actually, that's still a tu mahipuro. Yeah, so it seems that there is a correlation when we start talking about tu mahipuro with derived nouns that it sits within the or category. Okay. Yeah. So if you create a derived noun out of a tu mahifiti, it remains in the R category. Aye, the majority of the time it does. Aye, yeah. And there is one exception, but we'll, we'll have a quarter about that later. Aye, yeah, kia ora. Yeah. So there are some common ones that we use all the time. Tō rātou hiringa, tō rātou hukinga, tō rātou huinga. Mm. Yeah, and it just happens that they are all intransitive verbs. To Mahipuru. Wow. Now, another one of my my mates and I, we were having a kōrero, you know, another grammar geek, and he's more geeky than what I am. <laughs> um, and we were trying to find a rationale as to why. And there were two, you know, Erua ngā kaupapa matu e puta mai ki a māua. Ai, ko te tū Mahipuru, koe rā te tehi āhuatanga. A kā mutu, it seems as if, when we transition into, into the derived nouns, it's no longer about the mahi. Aye. It actually focuses more on te wā or the time. Mm. Yeah, and we all know that anything to do with time sits in the or category. Mm. Yes, we all know. So I'm not saying that this is a hard and fast rule, but it's an interesting change there, especially with derived nouns. So can you give me an example? Of, of what, Erica? No te tainga mai o te pākeha. Yeah. Te tainga mai Ai, o te pākeha. Te tainga oh. mai o te waka. Yeah. Ka pai e, hey? Mm, mm. Te oro kohanga mai o te ao. I'm just thinking of examples I've, I've seen before. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah, tō mātou tainga atu ki te marae. Mm. You know, ka tū te pōwhiri. Right, the time, yeah. yeah. So when we have a look at that, and that's another great one, ne? The word tainga. Because it's as if it becomes an event, nera. Ai. Oh, like, you know, I'm thinking of the time the whakaro of time and how they become events. Oh, yes, an event. And just thinking about titles of things, of events, and there's awe in them all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know, tō hoa, he would also suggest that, yeah, there's more of a focus on time there. So it's just an interesting, there's an interesting change when we start talking about Aye. derived nouns that actually start from a tūmahipōro, you know, from an intransitive verb. There seems to be a change. And why I'm bringing it up is that there are a lot of people who would say, Tamato hiringa. Aye. You know? Oh, and tamato okay. hookinga. And I understand the rationale why, because they go, well, actually, hide and hooky, that's a verb. So that are and or that would transition when we start using derived nouns. But actually, in some instances, that's not the case. When is it the case? Well, when we are talking about tumahipuro. Oh, yeah. And the main four words are hiringa, hookinga, tainga. And I think ahuinga, mm. when you have a look at them, they're all intransitive verbs. Wow. Nice. Yeah. We started with something quite easy and now we've got we've got this this really is, hard. Uh, this is great though for myself, my own learning, <laughs> because I remember writing up once upon a time I called it all and Prauni was actually Prauni who who um, corrected he says, Oh, Tehianga or Maui or something like that. Aye. And I was like, Why is that? I thought that's the Mahi. 
Well, but we've never really landed on the explanation. I just thought, kafaka ingo te te tahi tu mahi when when we create a derived noun, it just becomes all, and that's how I've left it. Yeah. Well, now this is magic at the because I actually wanted to end on this note and at the Pua Haiti introduced a great segue yeah, into this. Okay. So sometimes derived nouns can be used as passives. Wow. So sometimes derived nouns can be used as passives. Now, if we go back to that example, you know, you know, tehianga o te ika? Aye. Was that right? Yeah, tehianga o te ika e Maui. Aye. Yeah, tehianga o te ika e Maui. So whenever we start putting an air into those sentences, it sort of like changes kaupapa. And that derived noun comes from a tu mahi fiti. Kapai. Has an effect on the object. Say, kuira no pe te tahi mea, he pera no ne te patunga o te kuri eia. Aye. Se era kukuerua te hi te patu he tu mahi fiti era. Yeah, and you know, something that particularly relates to me is te pahuatanga o rangi aofia e ngā hoia. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. Mm. So when Rangi Alfia was plundered by the soldiers. Now, when we have a look at that, by rights, everything about the sentence is passive. Yeah. But we've used te pahuatanga. Now we could have easily used te pahuatia, mm. but Aye. sometimes it sounds better to the Māori ear to actually stick with the derived noun te pahuatanga. Mm. But then it takes. Oh, kamutu hiorite ture motawa te ture witere motawa. Aye, because it's as if that derived noun is taking the place of its passive form. Kia ora. Mm. Yeah. The plundering of Rangiaufia. The plundering by, of. By, yeah. Mm. Te whakawhitinga o te manga tāwhiri e te pākeha. Aye. Yeah. So we know that whakawhitinga is a derived noun. It's a really interesting kōrero e te whānau. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah, and I, I say, I say whakawhitianga. Te whakawhitianga. Te whakawhitianga, yep. Te whakahauanga. Yeah. Nice. And that's a preference. Parani has his preference. Mm. When we have a look at that, you know, we're having a look at the derived noun. Now, 80% of the time, these are the rules. But then, of course, we have the exceptions with the two mahiporo. We have the exceptions when actually a derived noun is treated like it's a, a two mahihangu. Aye. Or a passive, mm. a passive verb. And that's when things start getting tricky. Is that like the kupu rangona? Like, isn't that a. Oh. <laughs> One of those noun things, but also a passive thing. Aye, yeah. So we have, well, in terms of passives, we have rongohia, and then we can have rangona. Yeah. Kapai. And rongongia. Rongongia kahunu. Rongongia. Aye. But you know, Etefano, if you're feeling a little bit confused like Erica is, we, we understand that. More than a little bit. <laughs> so today's session really has to be to cater for our beginners, mm. our middle and our advanced speakers. So within our session, if you're just happy to stick with, okay, so it's tomokia, then that would probably suggest that the derived now would be tomokanga. Then that's fine for our steps. Yeah? For those of us who are already au fait with tomokia, tomokanga, inumia, inumanga, well, actually, here's another step that we need to be mindful of in terms of the R-O and in terms of um, where sometimes our derived nouns can be used as passives. 
Cup pie. Now, on that note, Etefano, I think I've blown everyone out of the water. That's amazing. Uh, I'm like, on so that note, Etefano, Jared was saying to us before we, oh, I think we might have enough quarter off for our content this morning. We might get to half an hour. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, ta makai te tutirau ki te wā, kua hipa no atu he pai no ngā kōrero. Ai, <laughs> and e te whānau, just going on what Jared was saying, koe ngana ki te whakamāra mai e tahi mea ki te kore koe mōhio. You know, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tonu, stay in the level you are Aye. in case someone calls you a mōhio ngutu. Ai, kei mōhio ngutu <laughs> koe. <laughs> Engari, e hara koe te mōhio ngutu e tai, e mihi a ke ana kia koe. Uh, me tahuri ki tā tātai waiata hei tautoko i ngā kōrero, i ngā wānanga kua puta, ko te waiata o te wiki. Hea tā tātai waiata! Whakarongo mai! <laughs>
thank you too for all the messages for the Taringa track that's gone out. Taringa. Oh, 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 oh man, that's, yeah, that's pumping. Te, yeah. Te I hope hopefully our iwi radio stations are playing it. Yeah, actually, yeah. because they like to play Taringa. Aye, mm. and you Lots. know, there's more real content. That's all it's all about. Anyway. Anna. So it's real content. Oh, yeah, no, eh, eh, ana, ete, ete iwi nui tonu, o tira, ete hoa, e mihiana. Ete hoa. Aye. E mihiana. No, mm. I think when we do our reflection on this one, we can do a bit of unpacking that I think Erica wanted to continue with. Yeah. Uh, maybe Well, as, it's, it's up for us now. I think I just need to go back to my level. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've already, I've already, yeah. I've already got my homework <laughs> in my mind. I've already got my homework. It's up for us now to go away. And the next time we meet is to, you know, hopefully have some more understanding. I just want to say this spatial movement. So you've got this one kupu. Jared brings another thing and then you've got to change your spatial movement to see it from another idea. Mm-hmm. So going from two mahi to a derived noun and how the view from the mahi goes to the time. Yeah, so I'm buzzing now. Yeah, like that. yeah. That's why I'm buzzing. It's the it's spatial movement. You're recognising other spaces. And I'm talking about our kupu, our, our real, our, our structures. If you're able to become flexible and changing your perception of the kupu and the use, it's liberating. Yeah. Kia ora. And, and too much, Just to add on to that, too, my own personal feedback and some feedback from Etayo Ngai Taringa, Jared, is as te reo speakers, when we use the grammar terms, a lot of us shy away from them. Mm. Aye. Having our sessions with you have opened up a window and have invited our listeners and myself, too, because em- it's not since I've been at Farewananga that I've been in touch with the linguistic terms. Kaita mohiokwe. Engari he paya no hoki kiao. Fakapakari hoki kiao. And I know that a lot of people, they work with formulas. And it's very useful for them mm. to hear the, to the grammatical terms mm. in working out how te reo Māori works. Yeah. Aye. Mm, mm. So, e mihi ake ana i runga i tērā ahuatanga, and I don't think we should use that as an excuse. Tātou mātou hunga, mōhi o pai ki te reo. Aye. Mātou aha i te mōhi o ko tēwhia, te kupu mahi, ko tēwhia te... Aye. Aye. Uh, e rā mea katoa. E rā mea katoa, aye. Kia koua tātou e noho hāne ene anō. Yeah. Tika. Hoia no i runga i tērā, e mihi ake ana e tai. A o tira tātou e te iwi Whakarongo tonu mai Yes, tu yo mahi kainga E mihi ake ana Hei kona mai rā Hei kona mai rā Hei kona Kia ora mai Fakarongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Korero flowing at the hook of force Kou papa relevant, kou papa out of bounds Kou papa exigent, kou papa paramount Nā kona whakapiri mai ki te Kou papa tino whakahira hira Fakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare are mai, o tāringa hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kani kani move that body Kani kani move that body Taringa he mea tuku nā te wānanga o Aotearoa, a nā te māngai pāho me irirangi te motu i tautoko. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe, or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Taringa, whakarongo mai. <laughs>